Yeah, James, look, um, been in real estate now just on 11 years. I started my career with Harcourts and we lasted about eight months with them and uh, just didn't really get along yeah. with, with, the, uh, with the direction of uh, where they were going. And um, so, yeah, we decided, you know, eight months into it, we knew enough, obviously, yeah. full of confidence. And, uh, yeah, we opened all properties group and now we've got uh, four offices in Brisbane on the south side and one up on uh, the Sunshine Coast and there's about 60, 70-odd. 70 office now in the company so just yeah. just building it beautiful they doing well um look essentially what i'm after today is a bit of insight into the southeast queensland market from an investment point of view um can you tell us a bit about what's happening in the market up there where are the buyers coming from are you still getting a lot of foreign buyers up there uh what areas do you see are moving at the moment yeah look um the market in brisbane right at this particular point's probably dropped anywhere between 6 to 8% uh, just yep. across the board. But we have noticed that that is Australia-wide, that the market has yep. has sort of fallen. And it's not really so much the buyer's fault. We believe it's probably coming down now to the banks and, and their lending criteria and how much you know disposable income people have got and what their borrowing capacity is. So, you know, look, we're, we're on the south side of Brisbane. So we're, you know, we're about 20-odd K out of the city. So, you know, for people in Melbourne and Sydney, they probably think we're out in the sticks that far, but uh, in Brisbane, it's it's not too far at all. But um, prices are dramatically different, you know, from 20K out from the city to, to closer into the city. So most of our buyers at the moment are predominantly Muslim, Indian, uh, Iraqi yeah. sort of background, to be honest, uh, where we are at, yeah. at the moment. Yeah. The Chinese buyers have probably... Look, ever since the government sort of changed the way that they could get their money across and in, into the country has made it a little bit tougher. I know that they've sort of released that a little bit at the moment with the Foreign Investment Review Board, but uh, the Chinese market has probably taken a big hit here, um, and that's probably why we've also seen some properties, you know, in particular areas uh, fall because there's they're not as dominant anymore. But look, it is what it is, mate. The market is the market. Um, what areas? I mean, you're you're around Browns Plains. Um, I've always looked around there for investments for clients because you get good tenants. There's lots of people hungry for rents, um, and it's cheap. Um, what areas around where you operate have you seen? There's a bit of growth at the moment, and it's actually looking a bit more positive compared to the rest of the Australian market. Yeah, look, Browns, Browns Plains is where our office is located, but that's that's actually a great suburb to actually invest in because what we're finding is traditionally, you know, say five, six years ago, the trend was to buy properties with small blocks and the developers were cutting all these blocks up into the smaller blocks. But actually the consumer and the buyer has changed. They're, they're going back to the bigger blocks. They're wanting a little bit more space. And, you know, suburbs like here on the south side, like Browns Plains, Regents Park, Heritage Park, where they've got that little bit extra larger block sizes because they're an older suburb they're actually fetching yeah. really good money when we go into the newer suburbs say well like Druval, parkinson Callumvale, they've, they've been chopping them up into the 400 square meter blocks okay yeah. they still get a really good rent return uh but uh you know the the buyer is just looking for something that little bit more so when we move you know two kilometers further down the road 
you can get some amazing buying at the moment. Uh, sure, they're an older home, you know, they're 30 plus year old homes, but they're sitting on a great, great piece of dirt. Beautiful. And there's opportunities there, obviously, for splitting the block and doing renovations and things like that. Absolutely. In the future, yeah, because, you know, the councils are being a little, little bit more lighted now with uh, releasing that. So, you know, if they're sitting on a 800, 1,000, uh, you know, they are now being chopped up. So uh, great area for development. Beautiful. Um, and what types of uh, properties have you found that investors are leaning towards? You're looking more, they're looking more at houses, uh, townhouses or units. What have you found is where the interest is? Yeah, that's, that, that's an easy one, James. Uh, houses, mate. The unit market, uh, I think, across the board throughout Australia is quite tough. Uh, you know, like we try not to list any townhouses at the moment because they just sit on the market and uh, most of those owners are predominantly losing a lot of money from their investment as well too. So people are going back to, you know, the bricks and mortar, owning the block, uh, you know, and owning the house, you know, the body court rates are increasing and um, they can get a much better rent yield from a property, you know, a, a typical house. So Houses are, yeah, absolutely just storming ahead compared to units at the moment. And what, what kind of yields are you seeing around uh, Brisbane at the moment for houses, especially in your area? Yeah, down in our area, I can talk about quite easily. In in in, in a city, I don't know that as too much, but look, predominantly around our area, anywhere between 55 and 6.5% at the moment, which is quite good. That's for a house. Yeah. Yeah, so for people in Sydney and Melbourne, I mean, if you've, if you've got a house... 20, even 30 kilometres out of the city, it's getting 3% yield. You're doing pretty well. So 5 and 6% for a house, I think that's pretty good value for money. Yeah, look, a lot of our buyers, like we heavily market our properties, you know, in a state, especially Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, we generally tend to find roughly from about September onwards is when they really come out and start playing and start purchasing. Uh, a lot of yeah. more uh, sight unseen properties are selling, you know, because of the technology uh, and the access that they've got to all the data nowadays, you know, a lot of our homes are being sold sight unseen. Cool. And um, how do you think a lot of, the, obviously there's a lot of new land release that's happening up around southeast Queensland, around the outskirts of Brisbane. Um, there's a lot of building going on uh, and a lot of these smaller blocks and um, developers, especially the investment style developers, pushing stuff into like overinflated price property into into different markets um have you seen much of that around where you are yeah look especially in our areas where we are you know this 20k out around this brown plains, we've yeah. got a lot of land available so there are new estates being popped up every single day the ones yeah. the developers that are coming in it and allowing 600 minimum square meter blocks they're getting great yeah. returns. They're selling them off the plan quite easily. The ones that are chopping them up, trying to fit as much in, you know, on the 400, you know, even in, in one area I work, they're 300 square meter blocks. People simply just yeah. don't want to pay them and they're not going to pay big money for those. So I understand why developers do it. They can sell more, they fit more in, but uh, I think the times are changing and we're going back to the bigger blocks. So I would recommend if they're doing any sort of development or anything, minimum 600 square meter block and you'll get a great return beautiful um one of the questions that employers or investors have for um you know buying property that far out of the town where where is the main centers of employment where you are yeah well look i think the accessibility around brisbane is uh, quite easy compared to sydney and melbourne with our traffic but you know yeah. like we we sort of now have hubs 
if if you know you got mini satellite suburb or cities now like if we, if we talk about one suburb uh springfield you pretty much can live and work and you would probably never even leave unless you needed to go to the gold coast or the city you know so everything is done within that it's a small city basically you know so we're starting to see you know more retail more restaurants opening up everywhere so business is flourishing around here at the moment so um but people are still traveling into the city you know like i said they're still catching the public transport especially this south side of brisbane where we are you know 20k out public transport's amazing you know we've got train and we've got buses uh easy accessible so you know and major shopping centers like there's a major shopping center within you know nine kilometers of each other at the moment so it's it's brilliant when it comes to property management i know you're in sales but what would be your top three pieces of advice for people looking to choose an agent? Choose, oh, okay, in choosing an agent. Look, um, make sure, look, the, probably the biggest thing is, like I can talk from experience with us, you know, I have five property managers uh, and we service around 380 properties to that. So we over-service, do you know what I mean? Where yeah. you can go to some of these larger companies where they'd have one property manager per 200 homes. You're simply not going to get yeah. the service. Things are going to get mixed, uh, missed. You know your inspections uh, with the tenant and stuff like that. I think the other the other thing that investors really need to and it it's it's a big bugbear of mine is when we take over a property or we go to sell it. You know we ask them what sort of rent they're getting and we're like you know that's like fifty dollars under the market value. Yeah, they're great tenants. You know and and the agent told us you know not to not to increase it. Look, you've got to treat an investment home like a business. You know you've got to make sure it's working for you in the best regard. So. You know, properties and property values going up, rent's got to go up, you know, just because they're nice and they pay their rent on time. Well, most people are nice and everyone pays their rent on time, you know, so you've got to get the most out of the market. These agencies that, you know, let's just say you've got a property for rent for $400 and they leave it like that for three years where they could be collecting four eighty. That's That's the whole purpose of an investment property. So make sure you, you know, you work closely with your agency, um, you know, and sort of, and also what technology have they got? as well too because i think you know the way the things are moving the way that we do our reports and and the vendor logins that they can have now to see where their property is sitting price wise rent wise in comparison to everywhere else so i think it's you know it's important don't base it just on fees i know a lot of people always base stuff on fees they they go for the cheapest well they're cheap probably for a reason so yeah 100 percent beautiful um well, a large number of people sit on the fence for months or even years procrastinating um, before they make their first step to dip their toes in a real estate market. So uh, what parting words could you give encouragement or could you offer to people just to get themselves started? In buying their first investment home? Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, mate, great question. I've actually got a book written about it. So um, that's... that's, a, that's uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, look, uh, there you go. So it's called Buy Now, Think Later. So that's perfect, mate. That that wasn't even set up. How good's that? Um, yes. But that 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 book that we wrote really just talks about you know the fear about you know and the stories and and the the horror stories that people hear about uh, rentals. They're they're untrue. Look, you hear about the one bad one, but you don't hear about the fifty good ones. Do you know what I mean? So I think my advice always to people if they're going to buy an investment property is. Look, make sure that you can still maintain and substantiate that lifestyle that you've had. You know, if, you, if you're just going to buy an investment property and, you know, you're not going to be able to take the kids out or go to that movie or, you know, eat out once a week, then 
to me, that's not living. That's not the point of having an investment property. So, um, you know, look, I've got multiple investment properties myself, but if, uh, and I can still maintain the lifestyle, you know, that, that we want to live. So it's for future growth. Don't think buying a property and then two years later, it's going to double. You know, it's like anything, you've got to be patient, um, but don't have any fear. You know, if you've got the right advice around you and the right people around you and, and you do your research, I think that's the most number one common mistake. A lot of people don't make enough research. Like I know for a fact, you interstate buyers sometimes get flogged suburbs and properties that they like, there's, there's one particular, it's called Eagleby and that was flogged off that you're so close to, um, to the Gold Coast and all these interstate and Western Australia buyers were, were buying up all these properties. Mate, it couldn't be any further from the truth. You know, it's about still 30 minutes from the Gold Coast. There's no water around there and it's all housing commission properties, you know, so they really got, really got duped on that. So probably dealing with an agent, not through an investment company, depending you know, if, unless they're reputable as well. So do your research. Beautiful. Thanks for your time today, mate. And um, look forward to speaking to you again soon and we'll get people onto your book, okay? Mate, if they want a copy, I'm, I'm more than happy to give them away for free, mate. You know, it's it's what I do. So it's called Buy Now, Think Later. Uh, you can find it on Amazon for 15 bucks. But if they just email or connect with us on Facebook, I'm more than happy to shoot them out to your guys, mate, for, for nothing. So Beautiful. Thanks, Chris. Have no worries. All right. Thanks, James. Yes, mate.